Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for Watch Geeks by Watch Geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Victor Marks. And I'm Nicholas DeLeon. And uh, I've been off for so many weeks. I don't even know. what is. Is this still a podcast about watches, guys? Sometimes. Kind of. It's about a lot of stuff. Maybe. Like, what's what's our ultimate goal here? Are we are we still going to talk about watches? Oh, yeah. Or are we done? We're done. We're not done. Our watch is over. Our watch is over. That's the biggest question I have. Our watch is over. Uh, I don't think they're over. I think they're, I think they're still neat. Whether we're over, there's a different, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're done with big business wise watches are are weird because what Breitling is getting sold off again and uh, and and Rolex is having these events where people line up outside their shops like people used to line up for Apple store stuff Mm -hmm. and no one can purchase a single thing. So, okay, so let's let's talk about this a little bit. I've been I've been following the uh, I've been following the Rolex Reddits and it's always like the AD calls. And the fact that the fact that in the the, uh, the authorized dealer calls now there are a couple things yes. wrong with this whole statement right the authorized dealer calling you is kind of like saying like I don't even know it's like that you you want the you want the you want to you want to you want the manager of McDonald's to call you as soon as your your Big Mac is ready I mean for all intents and purposes they make a million Rolexes a minute. They just they blow them out the factory, and the fact sure. that they're scarce in any sense is uh, is complete is a complete fabrication on their part, right? So we have that we have that issue. Then the fact that they don't give them to the ads, so then the ads don't get any products, so they can't really sell anything. So the the mere fact that your ad has to like put you on a list and you have to buy a bunch of stuff from the ad and there's all kinds of other garbage is like the antithesis of cap- capitalism. The, the free market has been completely destroyed by Rolex, and it's a and it's and it's a uh, and it's 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 awful. Sounds like De Beers, where they're like, "Yeah, diamonds are rare, exactly, folks. very rare. Meanwhile. You can't you can't get a diamond." Meanwhile, they come out of the ground, and <laughs> uh, and they have to murder people just to stop them from taking like fifty of them away uh, from the fa- from the from the mine, right? Because it's so easy to do. It's it's it, and the 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 fact that you are kowtowing to a to a a salesperson at a jewelry shop is a you are, you are groveling. A, you are you are prostrating yourself in front of the salesperson, basically. Yes, it's an affront to nature. Affront to nature. Well, how do you fix it? I just got a uh, covering some uh, antitrust stuff, monopoly stuff. You know, is, is that basically what we're talking about? Rolex has like a monopoly on uh, I don't know attractive well, no, Rolex, watches, and you'll no Rolex has Rolex has a uh, Rolex has a monopoly on Rolex. Yeah. So, but well, the fact the fact that that we have to be completely that we have to grovel to a complete to to a, such an onerous degree just to get our hands on a piece. And again, you don't have to talk to the AD by any stretch of the imagination. You can just pick one up on the street. Obviously, by picking one up on the street, you're going to get you're going to get screwed because somebody's going to cheat you or whatever. But let's let's trust our fellow human beings more than I, I would trust my fellow human being more than sure. I would trust some guy who's who makes a commission. Sure. How do you fix that? Though? How do you does? No, no, I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, how do you does that? Is that just when you know, let's say, consumers just stop buying Rolex and they and they're forced to like, all right, maybe we should stop this current, you know, change change it up a little bit and be less persnickety uh, with our watch. You know, I don't know how they, how they got we, a lot of demand and no supply or intentionally yeah. no supply. So the no only supply. way to shift that is to drop demand and yeah. and let them come crying back, right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't know, but that's that's feels like that would 
what would have to happen. But well, look, I mean, look, so, so the, so the question, okay. So I'm looking at a Submariner right now. First off. Okay. The, the, the prices for Submariners are complete. Their places for Rolex is completely ridiculous. Yeah. It's, right? it's inflated we, we have, we have to, absurdly. We have to agree. I'm looking at, I'm looking at crown and caliber right now for like, and these are, these are quote unquote gray market pieces, right? So you got a, you got I mean, a, I, I remember when the Submariner was four and $5,000. I remember yeah, exactly. when they were, they were really, oh yeah. And they were yes. even $3,000 for a while. I bought and, I bought my Explorer two for like three thousand bucks, and now it's like eight thousand. It's completely it's completely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's very foreign to me. Those prices you just said. Uh, well, a well, Submariner no, is ten to twelve thousand bucks, right? Yeah, that's my thinking. A sub that's, is ten. That's what they've inflated to. They are not. They uh, they, they they should be back in that three to four thousand range. Is where sanity was. <sighs> So, but like, like, like Tudor, for example, Tudor's Tudor comes in at about three, three, 3,200, uh, a nice yeah. Breitling chronomat with a big date. I'm looking at it right now is, is 2,700. There's so, there's so many better watches that you could live, you could live your life with, uh, than, than a Rolex. And yet, yet we, we still, we, we still were required by law to like, to lust after this garbage. It's just very, very yes. frustrating. Yeah. It is interesting, like if you know, if I've I've never worked on Wall Street, but I assume like that's the only watch that like can't, you could walk in with you know a, a nice Omega. No one cares unless it's like a Rolex. You're a, a jobber in wrestling terms. I I don't think Wall Streeters actually care. Like if you're a hedge fund guy, right, and you have you have tons of cash, you will line up for no. the tech. You'll, yeah, you'll get no. some IWC. You'll get something nice. You don't need a, a like the Rolex is the pedestrian view. Does of the rich. average twenty three year old know what Patek is? I don't know. Well, I'm sure if you're is. in that world, you get introduced. If you're to in it. that world, if you're in that world, then you definitely know what Patek is. I think that's I think that's an easy uh, I think that's an easy that's an easy answer. Uh, but I think the I think you're in a uh, I think you're in a mode where the average Wall Streeter doesn't care. A they don't care about price, so they're going to get an AP or they're going to get something fancy. They'll they'll get a Patek, maybe something like that. Uh, any number of any number of uh, fancy pieces. But again, it's a uh, do, do does the average person, the average watch watch person, have to buy a freaking Rolex for twenty eight twenty eight hundred dollars twenty twenty thousand dollars for a, for yeah. a, for a green bezel Rolex that looks like it looks like it came out of came out of a I don't know it's very very frustrating yeah, yeah. I, all all I have is a lot of sputtering right now I'm just I'm sputtering actively you are, so you have to you have to excuse me it's, it's a very passionate topic it is yeah and I'm just as a victim of it as anyone. So I told you that I was uh, I was falling prey to my worst instincts, and uh, I've been buying up parts to assemble a watch. Yeah, right. Okay, what, you know, what is the watch going to be? When, when I was when I was a kid, you, you you remember when Kenner made Star Wars toys a thousand years ago? Yep. So Kenner had a, a phone line, and you could call them up and say that you had a missing part. And so if you were really industrious, you could call up Kenner a few different times and actually get them to ship you parts to build a toy. Okay. And this this is of course a very foolish idea, and I only got about partway through that as a kid before anyone caught on. But eBay lets it makes it easy to indulge our worst instincts, and so I, sure. I've bought a uh, a one six zero three zero date just case and a bezel, and uh, I have a, a crystal and a case back and a crown on order that are going to show up soon. I've got a dial, I've got uh, a date disc, and I'm going to assemble a date just. This is complete madness. No one should do this, but uh, but I am doing it. You're going to assemble a date just out of out of parts, and they're and they're actual parts, or are they like yeah, they're 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 all actual parts. The the only aftermarket part that I've got 
right now is the crown. And the reason for that was because I wanted to have a fresh rubber seal in it for water tightness. Um, I might get a genuine crown later. So you're the, you're the one you, you're doing that one, one weird trick to, to ruin yeah. the, to, that makes all watchmakers angry. You're making a pretty much, you're making a watch out of like whole cloth. Really? Yeah. It's pretty clever. They don't want you to know this. They don't want you to know this. I, 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 I allow it. I'm fully, I'm fully, uh, I'm fully on board. <laughs> it's terrible. I should not be doing this, but, but what's here we the, go. What's I'm wrong with it? it? Make a, make a Franken, make a Franken Rolex. Who cares? That's what it, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, but implicitly uh, they don't want to sell, they don't want to sell you a watch, right? They don't want to no. sell you, you personally a watch. That's not, it's not in their best interest to sell watches to people apparently. <laughs> no. So why not just, why not do it? Why not just flip, flip, the, flip it all on its, on its head? I'm doing it. Okay. Like it. What, what, I'm surprised that passed muster. I'm I'm fine with it. I have no I have no I have no uh, no issue with that at all. It's really it's actually a very good idea. We should all build our own Franken Franken Rolexons. Let's build <laughs> let's let's build a let's build a Franken Submariner. We'll just get like some Oof. garbage garbage case, put it all together, and we'll be like oh, we'll just, we could sell it for forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> That'd be nice. All right, what what watches do we have? Uh, what watches do we have on the site? Well, so Kansa reviewed the Long Island watch ISL thirty eight, and okay. this is a a fluted bezel date watch, and it, it's got a, a jubilee style bracelet. So it would look like, if from a distance, a uh, a date just maybe. Uh, yeah, I think that's the vibe. Uh, it's got kind mark. of an omega ish dial more than a date just dial, but but. Here's more or less, right? That's the vibe. It's a 38 millimeter style watch instead of the 36 or, or 41 that Rolex has built them in. But when I look at this, it's not really a date just. That's that's what he's comparing it to. But for me, it is a Sarb, the old SARB Seikos, except that it's got the fluted bezel on top. But that's that's what they've done, is they've taken the old Sarb style case that Seiko abandoned because Seiko has no good sense to them, and they've made it dressed it up a little bit. Yeah. I don't know how familiar you guys are with uh, Long Island Watch. I have one of their, uh, basically their SKX 007. I don't know the yeah. model number offhand. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the gimmick. You recognize this watch, but you squint a little bit. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think in terms of value, I don't even, I don't know what I paid, $200, let's say. Uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty decent value. You know, obviously it's not going to necessarily impress anyone uh, no. not that watches impress anyone anyway uh but uh, just in terms of like decent value for like yeah two hundred dollar watch you can you know, wear around and not worry too much about it i don't know it kind of fills that role for me long island watch started life as a reseller that was their whole deal they were the dealer they they would sell yeah. you something and along the way about two years ago i think they started getting into the idea of making their own cases and putting their or or buying their own cases from contract manufacturers and putting their own label on a dial and that's what this is what's interesting to me about this one is that they are taking a a more or less seiko design and they've put a miyota 9015 movement in it so it's it's not even a seiko <laughs> based product any longer yeah but it's uh, it's 350 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got a bunch of islanders. He's got like a a pilot's one, you know, again the diver, he's got some dressier. He's kind of got, you know, all bases covered, so to speak, and he keeps cranking them out. He's got a pretty active YouTube channel. Uh I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you, you know, if you're into this kind of watch stuff on YouTube, he's he's usually a good a go-to guy. Uh but yeah, it is, you know, 
uh, affordable, kind of like vaguely recognizable uh, little timepieces. Yeah, and I, I totally hate his logo that he puts on his dials. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of folks will agree with you. <laughs> it's awful. I I just yeah. well what, the site hasn't been Did, showing video showing images very quickly, but yeah, this is a really bad. It's atrocious, I, isn't it? I can't I can't allow anything here. I can't I can't support wow. this at all. I he's mean, right next door to you. Is he? He's down the way. He's he's, he's New York somewhere. Look, it's a it's a gross dial. The rest of the watch is perfectly cromulent. Like it's a good Miyota yeah. movement. It's the accurate Miyota movement. It's the one that's that's like plus four, plus six something, plus four minus right, six or, right, or thereabouts. Right, right. So it's a reasonable thing. For three hundred fifty bucks, you get a watch you can wear. Yeah, but yeah. but it is kind of gross. Well, the, the, uh, I'm okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna take it back because I I think I I think we should support a guy like this who's doing he's doing the uh, yeah he's pretty well. well known he for he runs his reseller business and he got into making some watches and he sells them and you know God bless him. And I think he's a pretty good uh, watch community, uh, maybe not ambassador, but like he's a good guy, you know, uh, just based on what I've read and seen. And so I, I bought one watch from him and it, it was nice. Uh, no, two actually. Yeah, I don't know. He, it seems like he is a pretty well-liked person in the watch social media space. So. Yeah, you know what? Oh God, I see you guys got me. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. He's a nice young Ooh. man. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> And he sells regular stuff too. If you if you don't want his brand, you know his, he sells Seikos and Citizen. You know that's the the, the uh, tier you know you would get from this guy. So what do they got? Anything else? They got oh well, look at this. This yeah, Islander lunch. The Islander yeah. looks like a freaking Seiko. Yeah, that's a shtick. And I think I think he explained it in a in a, in a not a recent video, but uh, once upon a time in a video, he had he had got word from his Seiko rep that they were phasing out the SKX. And they were, and so he's like, "Hmm, interesting. You know, I still see a lot of demand for the SKX. Maybe I can kind of make my own. That's kind of like an SK, you know, base yeah. you know, NH thirty six. You know, he he's trying to fill that void. And for you know, people who were in my shoes, let's say two years ago, who were like, "Oh, wow, an SKX, and now it's four hundred dollars. It's like, well, I don't want to pay four hundred dollars for some no, I get gray you, market. I get you. All right. So he's he's filling that void. So he he is, you know, he's he has a customer basically." So he's even got like an Oris Oris clone. He's got like a wait. Where's the like Oris a, clone? Link to that. Um, I'll link to it in a second. But I it's okay. So this this guy reminds me like remember D Fremont D Fremont watches back in the I olden days. That's remember. a long time gone. Yeah, this is a long time ago. And this was this was a really nice nice older guy who was building who made the who like made he basically bought uh, bought a bunch of parts and just put them all together. And then he also did his own sale of, he also sold, um, I want to say he sold uh, the Alpina, Alpina. Oh, yeah. I think he also okay. sold Alpina. But it's like, I mean, if this guy, if it's $299 for a nice watch, then let's, let's, let's let him, let's let him live his life. Yeah. I don't have, I have no, I have no, I have no uh, qualms with this. I think Long Island, it shouldn't, you shouldn't name anything except for a T about after Long Island, but that's a whole, <laughs> whole different story. He's got yeah. some local pride there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you start Brooklyn Watch, John. Is that too late? B Watch. We call it B Watch. B Watch. You put a little B, B on there, like a bubble. There, there are a B. ton of <laughs> terrible quartz fashion watches that are named Brooklyn Watch. Oh, God. Yeah, I bet, actually. I've, I've always dreamt of Cholex. We've always wanted to do Cholex well, yeah. watches. Yes. Good. And, yeah, so, and someday good. we will, I promise. But 
You know, that's that's actually one of the things that's been on my mind is I've been looking and there's there feels like there's a lot of supply shortages going on for different types of goods around the world. Have you seen this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering how much that affects uh, micro brands making watches. Because hmm. I've been seeing this thing where there are several micro brands who ha- got funded on Kickstarter and others and have just had a hard time delivering, partly because of breakdowns with their their manufacturers and just more delays than usual. And, and of course, all of the backers are up in arms and are pissed and are threatening to go beat the guy up. Yeah, well, and, you, just can't, you just can't get pieces into the city, into, into the states anymore. That's the trick. Yeah. There was, a, I don't know if anyone listening to this will know, Limited Run Games. They're kind of a boutique video game uh, manufacturer or publisher specifically. And the guy was on Twitter, I think yesterday, saying, you know, there's a reason why we we haven't sold, uh, you know, one of the recent shipping costs have like quintupled. Yeah, if, in the if everything for games are printed in China, you're ruined because you can't get yeah. anything shipped. He's like, no one's going to pay $400 for this PlayStation game. You guys have to wait. Uh, so yeah, this, this whole kind of supply chain stuff is, uh, kind of pinching a lot of industries. It looks like. Yeah. I've, I've only seen it so far with the, uh, you know, looking at these Kickstarter backers who are actually literally threatening violence. Mm. And I totally understand that you wanted to watch and you expected your watch to be delivered. But you know, if, if the manufacturers aren't making them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what can you do? I mean, <laughs> getting mad doesn't seem that's not going to help. No folks. Anger, anger never solves anything. That's, yeah. I think that's one of the, I think we should do a S ASMR, uh, watch <laughs> video, like, like those, like the guys who like fix all the watches, but like, we should just do it with just talking about watches. Like, interesting. so with if you really into voices, Oris, one of the things you can get is the Long Island watch, uh, thingamajigger here. I'll show you a picture real quick. And we could just do videos like that. I think that'd be yeah. really nice. Uh, what else we got? Todd Snyder. What's this Todd Snyder stuff? So Todd Snyder is a designer who is is not traditionally a watch designer, but he's been working with Timex for years now. And uh, yes. and what's what's he oh, got? This Tell us about these things. Uh, well, I'm looking at it now on the site. Uh, I guess we published a story. Yes, uh, today, today, today. Todd Snyder M Mark One Bootcamp. I guess you would you would uh, say brand like a, new today. Yeah. Uh, what would you call? It? What's the name of this dial? I forget. I'm blanking. Uh, tuxedo, maybe. Kind of. uh, it's, it's kind of a field watch thing going on here. Yeah, it's it's got uh, the broad arrow like the British uh, Ministry of Defense used to use. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind very of, yeah. very old field watch MOD style kind of thing. How much is this? I had I had once upon a time a Timex Todd Snyder. I think kind of just like dive. It was not very good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave it to my little brother, uh, but I also paid like 150 bucks for it. So. Uh, this one, this one seems to have a little bit more personality than the one that I kind of gently handed off. Personality goes a long way. This one's yeah, got the Indiglo backlight. Yeah. So you oh, push in the crown cool. yeah. and the whole center of the dial and the outer minute track light up bright as day. Oh, yeah. That's actually pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't mind this one. This is, again, this is pretty cheap. This is one where I saw the price. One, 138. No, 138. 138 yeah. bucks. You get a thing you can actually wear. Yes. You aren't going to care if you hurt it. It's yeah. reasonably sized. It's got a nice little crystal on top. Yeah. I, you could I'm not 100% worse, in on the dial, but you could do a lot worse. Yeah. 
You could no, spend a lot like more a, and do a lot worse. Well, it's like a, what it what it is is what. So this isn't a tuxedo per se. This is supposed to be a field watch, and that's that little broken air, that broken cross there is supposed to prove that's be like supposed to be military style. This yeah. is yeah. like a this is a pastiche, and it's got Todd Snyder along the bottom. This is like a pastiche well, of like this is like a, this is like anime. This is an <laughs> anime version of a World War II watch. Uh, re redesigned by when the animators are in like North Korea and they don't actually understand uh, anything yes. about the culture that they're writing about. So, or they're drawing about. So yeah, Todd Snyder did a, I mean, God bless him, but I don't know what the hell kind of watch this is. It's this 40 millimeters. Can you believe this is 40 millimeters? 40 millimeters. Big honking watch. And like 40 millimeters like- as a dive watch feels okay. It's comfortable. It's reasonable. 40 millimeters oh when you don't have a rotating bezel, this is a dinner plate on your wrist. The the uh, worst the worst is I saw Pat Patrick took pictures of it with his uh put it on his son's wrist and I was worried for a second did he that really? was Patrick's huh. wrist because it was like so big. Oh I but, see. I mean it looks okay with on Patrick's wrist it's fine. Or who's I who's, like the dome and the crystal it is very very domed. There is no place like dome. There is no place like I oh guess. it's got Indiglo yeah. too you're right you're, I'm thank you for pointing that out because I wouldn't have I would have uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, so no, we're not gonna we're not gonna allow this yeah, one into, right, our, no. into our homes, into our hearts. What if the strap was the best thing about this thing? But then you have to rip the little Ted Ted Snyder thing off the thing, the Ted yeah. Bundy thing here. <laughs> oh yeah, got to rip that whole Ted Cruz label right off. All right, uh, what else we got? We had the old, we had we had watches and wonders or whatever came out and came out in. Uh, yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week. Uh, we kind of commented on some of the very, very fancy, and I was kind of like, I don't even know what these brands are. Like, it's weird to see them talked in the same breath as like an Omega or like an Oris. And it's these kind of very, I would say try hard, but I'm an uneducated boob. Well, no, you're not. A, you're, you're, well, okay. So hold on. So like, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the site now, for example, and I'm, I, I historically have written about like some of the site posts that I've done recently. I, I've, I haven't written a lot on the site just because I've been flying around the world, but I'll do like, I'll do like a Jacques Dro or whatever, like stuff like that. But everybody yeah. else is putting up like, like a reservoir. What the heck's the reservoir? Or I, I, I remember Reservoir, we talked about that. But it's like, I'm kind of glad that we're the guys who are only talking about the the smaller watches that nobody really, nobody, nobody gives, who's, who's going to give Long Island, well, Long Island watch any, any support outside of us and maybe like the, some of the subreddits, right? Yeah, he's yeah, going to no, get the exactly. Raven Air or the YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, and let's go to we're going to go to Hodinky, and Hodinky has Derek Jeter's Rolex Daytona on the front page, and the all new watches of 2021, and here's the Royal Oak Perpetual Calendar 100 uh, exclusive, which is uh, which is approximately 150 thousand dollars. Sure. Uh, tag garbage. Foo foo foo. Nothing, and I think I think I'm really pleased that we're that we've turned ourselves we've turned ourselves into the the, the supporter of the little man the 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 the, the common man. I mean that tag that Hodinkee's showing that tag used to be affordable, right? Yeah, you used to be able to go oh, into the wow. mall and you could buy a tag for a few hundred bucks, and and it wouldn't break the bank, and you'd have a Swiss watch that was quartz and whatever, and it worked. And this thing is a riff on that. This is the uh, the night diver, the new version of the old night diver. Mm-hmm. And it's forty three millimeters. And how much are they asking for? Thirty three fifty. They want mm. three thousand three hundred fifty bucks for this thing. And if you ask really nice, there's another version of it that's twenty seven hundred. 
get the Todd Snyder, a little bit cheaper. Todd Snyder, looks, looks just bucks. As, uh, pick up yeah. the old Todd Schneider, the <laughs> Schneider there. Yeah, I'm I'm looking. I I can't. I don't think any of those guys listen to this, but Hodinky is just driving me nuts. It's such a it's it's so far from it's so far from the the original dream of of what this what this watch in, the watch industry should be. It's like a it's like a bastardization of it. Oh well. So what what should the watch industry have been? What was it originally? Well, it was originally you just you needed a watch to go on a to go the the watch the watch wasn't the adventure, right? The watch was the watch was an it was a it was a helpful part associated with the adventure. That that I think is that I think is an important consideration. Uh, what's his name? Hunter S. Thompson didn't wear a didn't wear a whatever he wore. Did he wear? A, I forget what he wore actually. Probably a Rolex or some garbage. No idea. He didn't wear a Rolex because it was because uh, it was because it was a Rolex. He wore it because it was one of the watches that could survive him smacking it up against a wall while he's high on uh, adrenochrome or whatever. So it's it's an important consideration. Like that that's in. I think we've gotten to a point where, where we're also we're we're so cosseted and coddled that the only th- that these things that these things remind us of adventure and 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 success, whereas they don't actually define and they don't actually help us achieve any of that stuff. And in fact, they they're negated because if you have eight eight thousand bucks to pay for the new Submariner, which you can't get by the way. By any stretch yeah, of imagination, yeah. you uh, you're you're sunk. You don't get the you don't get to play you don't get to play in that world, and it drives me. I nuts. mean, are you suggesting that sitting at a desk for eight hours of a day using Slack and Microsoft uh, Office is not adventurous? I mean, that is that is, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know, I know, life I know. is beautiful. I had, I had to uh, look it up. So Hunter S. Thompson wore a a Rolex GMT Master Coke bezel. Oh, see, that's and that's why that's why I like the GMT so much. But yeah, again, a, a Coke bezel. I need you can you can bet that thing looked like that thing looked like a looked like a, a junkyard when he was done with it. Oh yeah, and it was not only the only thing he wore. He wore another watch right alongside it. Like he was he was putting two watches on the same wrist, like uh, Fidel Castro used to do. Because he's got it. Because you got to keep the. You got to you got to keep the uh, the the stinkus and the and the winkus. I don't know. I, yeah, exactly. I'm very frustrated. I'm very yeah. frustrated. I don't know. Today, today was today wasn't a good watch day for me, boys. But I'm, right. I'm glad I'm glad we got to talk it out. <laughs> you you got to air the grievances here. Well, what my 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 take is this: you wear a watch to to your your watch is supposed to serve is supposed to help your is supposed to maintain your maintain your dignity. It's supposed to help you with your life. If you're going tra- if you're going trekking, if you're going hiking, if you're doing any number of these things, there's a certain watch for that. And it used to be a Submariner. It used to be a Breitling. It used to be a Timex or whatever. Now it can't be. Is it's either too expensive or too chintzy, you know what the 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 best watch in the world probably is probably like a case is like a G, is like a G G Shock, or like a or like an old or a low, old 007 Seiko. It's probably the best watch in the world, and there's and the only reason for that is because no other watch can can survive within uh, within the uh, within the confines that you can't throw anything at it. You can't throw anything at a Rolex, and if you did throw something yeah. at a Rolex, you'd you'd break it, and you'd you'd be out eight thousand dollars. You used to be out. Yeah, $1, you're not taking max. your twelve thousand dollar watch on your on your uh, archaeology dig. Yeah, but but the fact is, just like and again, this is all this is all posturing, blarty blar. Uh, but if we're t- but if we're looking at if we were looking at the twelve thousand dollar watch on the archaeology dig, you used to have to wear a Rolex because it was the only one that survived that archaeology right. dig. Whereas now it you you can't you just can't do it and, and in fact it probably wouldn't survive it probably wouldn't survive and I seriously doubt like you would 
the, this the same beating that the that the airman twenty four hour glycine used to get back in back in Vietnam is not the same beating. It could it couldn't survive that beating anymore, and that's a shame. This has been the Hour Time Podcast. I'm Angry McAngryson. I'm Victor Regretful. <laughs> I am Nicholas. Uh, needs to go. So this needs to go. What's what's angry in Portuguese? Uh, I don't know. Enojado in Spanish, probably similar in Portuguese. All right. All right. I don't know. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. Ideally, I'll be back with you guys, and then I can do this again. Ultimately. Thank you for listening to The Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.